Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have solutions. We have truth tellers and not whistleblowers. We have facts and not conspiracy theorists. My guest today is a certified holistic nutritional coach. She's got a BA in early childhood studies and a first class degree in occupational therapy. I know you as the girl against fluoride. Please welcome Ashleen Fitzgibbon. Thank you so much, Roy. I'm so happy to be on your podcast. I I actually been following you for years because you've done some fantastic marketing. But where I'd like to start is how you got into this, how you actually started fighting against that. Yeah, well, I never even knew about fluoride. I was just kind of going about my, my life and it wasn't until I got really sick and I was in university in the UK, in the UK. So I ended up going to see a nutritionist in England. And one of the first things she said to me was, you know, it's very important that you get fluoride out of your water because it interferes with your thyroid function and that can lead to depression and low energy. And I was like, okay, I need to get this out of my water. So um, she just said, you know, filter it out. But then as I started to recover, I ended up getting this lady, she's a nutritionist and had a nutrition college in London, had her come over to me in Kerry and she kept mentioning about fluoride, like it's very important that you do something about it. And she just mentioned that to me again as she was going away in the airport and something, it just hit me and I was just like, I actually have to do something about this. And that was back in 2011 and I didn't have a clue. I was thinking, do I have to get like a t-shirt printed or, you know, I was like, where do I begin? Because it just felt like so, you know, outside of anything I had ever experienced. I'd never been involved in campaigning before that. So, um, yeah, but it was just like this massive desire and I think initially it was like real like anger as well. Like I was really angry that this was actually happening, that they were allowing industrial waste chemicals be added to the water supply and that it was mandatory by law. And all this corruption started to come into my awareness, you know, as we started to dig into all the information out there. And yeah, so that began and that lasted for, yeah, I think initially we, were going around kind of talking about the science to people and nobody was listening. So eyes were kind of glazing over and I was thinking, oh my gosh, we're never going to get through to anyone. And that's how the Girl Against Fluoride was born out of needing a solution to how, how do we get, how do we actually reach people with something that A, most people think it's a conspiracy or it's, um, you know, I think when something's been there for so long, people just accept it and they believe in it because their belief definitely comes from the authority figures in the government, in like dentists and in doctors and that, of course, they wouldn't be doing anything that would be harmful. Um, so yeah, that's a kind of roundabout way as how, how I came to it. And it was an instrumental part of my awakening, not just to fluoride, but to so many of the things in the world that I, I didn't even know were, were there because I, I, you know, I was in my early twenties at that point. And, you know, you're just going about your life and you're trying to establish yourself and you're trying to get through the day with all of all that, all that's in life. Um, but yeah, so the fluoride thing for me, though, I, I think what I learned the most is that most people won't listen until they're open, until they're ready to, to hear that. Uh, and that's why I learned kind of the hard way. You know, I was kind of pushing the information into people that weren't necessarily ready to hear it. Um, so I learned a huge amount during that journey of, you know, how, how to actually make something that it's so hard to actually communicate, how to, how to do that in a fun way. And that's why, that's where all the different like stunts that I did, you know, stripping off to my underwear with big banners outside the Irish government and outside Kerry airport doing, dressing up as a, the Rose of fluoride free for the Tralee competition, the Rose of Tralee. Uh, so lots and lots of um, stunts to basically just get, get, the awareness out there and it was amazing because every time we did it we get like like maybe like a thousand new likes would you know would appear on our page just because we did a massive stunt and then we realized okay yeah you just have to be very innovative but then we got to a point in 2014 where we were like okay we, we're kind of continuously talking to the same people we did a big we did a big awareness raising event in Wheelands and we we're like the same people are coming and I remember, um, yeah, so we got to the point of like, oh my gosh, we just can't keep fighting like this. And that was in the end of 2014. 
And that's when a new journey opened for me. And it was actually starting to study metaphysics and how the world works and the laws of the universe. And that, that really opened me up to the understanding that it's like what you give your energy to is what you're creating. And so then I I made a huge U-turn in what I was doing in that up to that point, it was very much like fighting against the system. And then I started to understand that my, my energy would be far greater used if I actually put my time in on, on what I actually want to create. Um, so at that point I, I went back to, to school, so to speak, I went back and I trained as a nutritionist and started to really incorporate who the girl against fluoride was into what I'm doing now um, for my life's work, because I feel the solution is, and I've seen this over and over again, is really opening up people's consciousness and doing that in a way that like when people are ready, they will naturally just want to hear about it and want to ask those questions. And I see that in my own work now. I set up um, an online health school, Ashings Health School. And I see when people are ready to ask those questions, they'll, they'll be ready. And it's like, when they're not ready, it's like, it's, it's on deaf ears. I could be, you know, it doesn't matter how much information you present to them. They can't hear it if, if, if their consciousness level isn't there yet. And that's not a judgment to say, oh, you're not awake or you're asleep or whatever. It's like, we're all at different stages in our journeys. And at one point I was completely asleep. I was completely oblivious and unaware. And that's just part of the journey of being here in, in, in earth and having our incarnation here. So no, beautiful. And to be honest, I totally agree with you because uh, what I'm doing is I'm telling people fighting isn't the solution. You do not fight something because you're, you know, it doesn't work. You have to create alternatives. And um, what you might do actually, because we, we've got an international audience and mm-hmm. I know that the fluoride is obviously in, in Ireland. Is it mm-hmm. still parts of the UK and Spain? Mm-hmm. all parts of the u.s so yeah yeah it's in it's in it's in a lot of the u.s um it's in australia it's in parts of the uk um the basque region in spain and there was a big actual yeah there's been a lot of work by if you're in the states check out florida action network because um they actually did a case with the epa recently and just showing how you know even the science that they have isn't isn't uh isn't very strong even though if you if you spoke to the kind of average person on the street, they'd be saying, "Oh, of course, it's all tried and tested, and it couldn't be further from the truth." But anyway, as you say, it's not about fighting against the system that we don't want. It's actually about creating new systems and getting people to innovate in a new way, so that eventually the old system is obsolete. And that's what's happening on the on the earth right now. There's so much chaos coming in because the old systems are destructuring. But in order for the new to come in, we have to do, we have to do our work. It's not just going to, it's not going to just sort itself. Like we have to step into our roles. And I'm sure, you know, with what you're creating with the awakening podcast, it's like, that's part of it as well. It's like, we all need each other to kind of spark each other awake again and to realize, okay, if we're feeding into the old way, you know, we're going to keep getting the same result. But if we actually change our whole way of being and, see this as an, an as a invitation to change as well i think like what's happening with the coronavirus is really showing us like that we have veered so far away from nature even to the point that like we can't even recognize that like our water has all these chemicals and we're drinking it it's like we can't even feel that connection to our bodies so i think there's um yeah a lot a lot of work to be done but it's again it's it's to be done in a way that is as you say like focusing on the the solutions and that can be scary for people because that means you have to take responsibility for yourself and your life and what you're creating um and i think again sometimes you're not ready for that until you are ready until you're ready to become like your full your full self your full true self that doesn't need the government to tell you what to do thoughts and i think a lot of people are after waking up at what's after happening they realize they've been hoodwinked for years and now they're kind of you know they're kind of being conscious of what's going on just getting onto the 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 fluoride like a lot of people they probably don't even realize it's in the majority of toothpaste you might actually uh, tell bar the thyroid what other things it does to people because people are unaware of actually the dangers of what it actually does to your body yeah, well, it's, you know, the fluoride really interferes with, again, what I was saying, iodine. 
So iodine, it depletes iodine in the body. And iodine is needed for your thyroid, but it's also needed for your brain. So you have a thing called the blood-brain barrier, which is this barrier that is there to protect you from environmental toxins. But if you have deficiency in iodine, it's not going to be as strong and intact. So again, you know, things like de degenerative conditions like with dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, recently, actually, a study was published in the British Journal of Psychiatry linking fluoride and aluminium consumption to higher rates of dementia. So again, like that whole link of like the blood-brain barrier not being intact and bringing aluminium into the brain. And yeah, so it's something that we definitely don't want to be brushing into our gums and consuming, you know, twin, you know, day after day, week after week. There are so many alternatives for keeping your teeth healthy and using fluoride-free toothpaste. You know, there is beautiful companies now creating like remineralizing toothpaste using like all organic minerals and like you know coconut oil and things like that so for those who are listening i would say that's a good easy step is if you are using fluoridated toothpaste just to take that step to get rid of it and to start getting a good fluoride free toothpaste or look out for remineralizing toothpaste which will have all natural minerals and will actually help your teeth to strengthen as opposed to using fluoride actually helps to really harden the teeth so then it's easier for your teeth to actually create um, cavities. But anyway, they tell you that it's there for your teeth, but yeah, the I whole thing is... that uh, water <laughs> that I is in, it's to prevent cavities. And yeah, yeah, couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again, it's like all these things, it's kind of like in, in the, I'm not sure if you know these terms like duality, like in, in the world of duality, it's like, say, what is health is actually the opposite. It's like, what is you know, at the moment, like the health service isn't a health service. It's like, it's a sickness management system. You know, it's like, we have everything kind of backwards. So now it's kind of like, as you start to wake up, you start to see through the illusions and you start to kind of go, oh my gosh, that's not real. You know, there's so many things that start to um, dissolve for you, but that's part of the, the journey of coming out of the, the old dream of, of separation and actually reconnecting to your own self, kind of like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like I loved your marketing because I like I've seen a few of the videos and I, I watched some of the stuff like there was one picture of you and uh, you've got your pink because you were wearing the pink was kind of your color and you mm -hmm. see about uh, 10 we call them Gardi they're the police and they're all standing behind you and they're all kind of looking down to the ground <laughs> and you had uh, another one that was about eight of you walking through uh, the I think was it Dublin that you were uh, yeah. just and like how did you find doing that, getting people to come on board? Did it actually help? I know that you're after making a kind of shift now, mm. and I, I, I see what you're doing, but um, this is kind of more for people that are trying to get uh, people to come on board when they have some mm -hmm. issue like that. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it definitely helped. I think um, because it's such a heavy issue, and that's for anyone who's like looking at heavy issues that are out there in the world and they're kind of wanting to get involved, I would say it's about like making it fun and um just putting in lots of creativity. And obviously there's no kind of one size way to do that. It's like, it's finding like what, what makes you feel inspired and what makes you feel like, um, you know, cause I think people love when things are fun and vibrant and kind of like, yeah, as you say, solutions orientated. So yeah, we did lots of, um, in the, in the end, I wasn't even calling them protests. They're more like gatherings of just like raising awareness and just getting people who were, again, in that way of like, okay, I'm, I'm actually seeing through the system and I need to actually be with other people. I need to, to find a community of people who are also awakening and seeing that. So yeah, that was a huge part of um, the gatherings of, you know, just getting people to come. Um, was it hard to get people to come? I would say initially, definitely. Like initially it was like, oh my gosh, nobody even knows what we're doing. But it was just kind of like getting our, our few uh, solid people and then it kind of started to grow from there. And it was like going to different events that, you know, people were kind of, there was this event, I can't remember, it was back in 2012. It was um, put on by a group in Cork, up in County Clare in a place called the Bog Hill Centre. And they were doing a weekend for, it's called Awakening Ireland. And it was for people who wanted to reimagine a new Ireland and had a vision for a new Ireland. So a lot of us came together. And this in this core group and to this day i'm still friends with those people um so it really is about finding 
people who are also like thinking along the same lines as you and uh, collaborating with, with them and creating like solid relationships so that you can really sustain what you're doing because again it's not it's not about doing one event or one protest it's about a long game yeah. and um you know and I, I i went through a lot of slack you know as in family members would have said oh you're crazy and you wasted so many of your years doing that and you know but it's like you have to have that conviction within yourself that you're like well i know that i'm here not to just go along with the system i'm here to create a new a new way and you have to like build so much self-belief and self-trust and self-care so that you actually can do that and step forward in a way that is going to scare the living, you know, everything out of you because it's going to be so frightening to put your, your neck on the line. Um, but I think for me, it was like, I remember, have you heard of, you know, you've seen um, Star Wars? Yeah. You watched any of Star Wars? Um, one of the recent ones, I can't remember, in the recent years anyway, they had them, uh, one of the scenes on Skellig Michael and Kerry. Um, anyway, Skellig Michael is this very powerful place and really high energy there. So we went out there and I just stood there and I set my intention to the universe and I said, I am an open channel for whatever wants to come through me for the fluoride, for the highest good, whatever wants to come through me, I... I I am open to letting that come through and I will follow whatever wants to come in. And like almost instantly, like stuff just started to come about so quickly. So it is about also tapping into like the powers of yourself and the universe, um, but not, not overriding things with your own personal will is a huge thing because you might have your own timeline in your head. Like I did, I want this out now. I want this all done, but like life has a different way of doing things and there's a, there's a timing mechanism behind all of these things. It's like, you know, all these, all these um, issues that are coming up have the purpose of awakening people and we all awaken at different stages. So it's like just to trust in that timeline, even though you want everything to be fixed maybe today or yesterday. So um, that would be a huge advice of mine. If somebody is taking up this mantle in whatever area that they're looking at, it's um, yeah, just, really aligning with the highest good um, because that's a really powerful force. There's so much evil and so much distortion out there that it's very important that you keep yourself in a good frequency with what you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think like what you're saying is a, is ideal and surrounding yourself with the right people as well, because you can, if when you start taking off the layers, you can get depressed by actually spending too much time looking at the bad that's going on instead of actually yeah. what you're doing and just, yeah, don't put a time limit. Just say it will happen when it happens and just move forward. And you'll, you'll see that you'll start making changes to people. They'll see what you're doing and you just more and more like you probably, oh, yeah. you've probably noticed it compared to 2012 mm. to the last year, the amount of yeah. people that are awake now, as opposed to before, it's unbelievable that the, the shift that's happening. Huge, huge and huge. And that's the thing. And, you know, the whole, like, what's the solution? It's actually, it's about as you change your consciousness and as you express that out to the world, that changes everything. So the change definitely comes from outer action, but I think that has to be, has to be grounded in the inner change within your own self. And yeah, as you say, like surrounding yourself with the right people and calling in that support and even if for a period of time you have to be a bit isolated, that's sometimes part of the journey as well. Uh, you, you might have to break away from old friends and old, you know, like, for example, you know, I stopped kind of being in the drinking culture and all these kind of things. You know, I just started moving away from things that didn't serve me anymore and opening the space to be, yeah, just, you know, because for me, my message was all about health and, you know, pure water. And in order for me to bring that message about I felt like I have to live that as well like I have to embody that myself so it really is like an invitation for us as well to take that responsibility for what it is the message that we want to share that we live it so we're not just trying to point at the outside world to change that it's like change always has to be grounded in what's happening within ourselves because we are powerful co-creators and we have been programmed to believe that we're not that we're powerless and 
you know, we're being distracted by so many different things at the moment. And so it takes a huge amount of discipline to be able to um, like focus your own self and not get trapped by the many distractions that are out there because like there's so much going on that you can just lose the run of yourself. And I did for a long time falling down so many rabbit holes and just, you know, spending a lot of time just getting really angry and, but it was all part of it. Cause you know, sometimes that is fuel, but it's just to, to say that it's like, there's a, there's another stage that you're to move on. You know, there's another level that you kind of get to the point of like, okay, I see all the shit. I see all the problems. What am I going to do about it? And also it's like, you're not here to personally fix everything. You can't fix everything. So it's like, choose your battles wisely and um, leave the rest. It's like, cause you know, it's not up to you to do everything. And that was something that I had to learn. I was like, I want to fix everything and, you know, carry the world on my shoulders. And that definitely le- did, did lead to me having like a burning out, like, at, you know, different junctures. I probably didn't realize it cause my mind was so strong and like, this is what I'm doing. But my body was like, give me a break, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm very mindful of that now. And that's why I want to, to share that with people. And, um, I started writing my first book. So I'm sharing all the story of the girl against Florida, um, in that as well. And I hope to pass that on, you know, pass on the mantle to other people that, um, that they feel brave to also speak their truth and speak what they see, because it takes a huge amount of courage to actually do that. And I was lucky that my mom was a person who, she just brought me up in that environment, like to, to use my voice and to not feel like I had to toe the line or, um, if she thought something was wrong, she'd say it out, you know, she'd be very vocal. Um, and then she was like fun, like she was doing the campaign. It was me and her were the girl against Florida. And, um, then she got suddenly unwell in 2018 and she passed away very well after three months of being in, in a coma, she passed away. So that was like, yeah, it was just so hard because up to that point, like we were on a team together. We were like doing it all together. Uh, and then it was like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do all this on my own? And yeah, so that's been quite a journey. And again, yeah, I've just learned so much about my own self and coming into my own, my own power. Um, and also that, that death isn't the end. You know, that even though she, my mom has gone physically, I've had so much contact with her in spirit and um that took me a while to kind of get my head around because i was in so much grief initially but before she went into the coma she said i'm an eternal being and i think that's something that just stood out so much because i think sometimes we get so caught up in in the here and now and what's happening we forget that we are eternal beings and that we come in and we come out and we have these these um experiences here on earth but i think there's a lot of us now, I'm not sure do you resonate with this, but it's like, there's a lot of us now that feel like activated within ourselves to create, create change. Like we're not here to just be passive bystanders that we're here to actually, okay, this is what we're seeing. And we're going to step forward now in our full power not like, oh, the government is, um, you know, the controlling force, the authority. It's like, it's actually coming into our own seat of power. And yeah, so when my mom passed, it was like, I faced my biggest fear up to that point. I thought I had, you know, with the campaign and overcoming depression in my early twenties. And but yeah, that was, that was one of my biggest fears to go through. But I think, um, we all, we all have this life path that, you know, we have different lessons to learn and different, different, um, experiences to master. And that was part of my experience to, to have and you know my my mantra has been like moving from fear to trust and it's coming out of the fear of life of you know all, all the things but just being in fear and like up to that point i didn't realize how much fear i was actually in it was like i don't know if, if you've ever gone through something you know a major life-changing event it's like you kind of realize oh my gosh i've actually really been holding myself back and i've really lived in a lot of fear and it's like when you go through something and you actually come out the other side, you're like, I don't, you don't actually realize how, how strong you are till, till you do it. Yeah. 
No, definitely. And yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to say you've lost your mother, but what she said was beautiful. And I think we're just, our bodies are just a vehicle for this journey. You know, we don't disappear. So, you know, like we're, so I think you know that she's with you and that you oh, know, yeah. she's guiding you without a doubt. Oh, big time. Yeah. She, like when I started writing our book, like I'm saying, like we write it together as in, <clears throat> it's like, yeah, she's like kind of pointing me to things and yeah, just all funny ways of her coming in through my dreams and coming in through different messages and it's like yeah just showing me like we're not just what we see through our eyes like our physical eyes can only see like matter it can only see form but we're so much more than that but because we've been kept in such well we've been living in such density and in such a low frequency and that's why I talk about moving from fear to trust because it's really about coming out of like being controlled by the outside, the outside world controlling you to actually realizing that you are a creator with the universe and that a lot of the stuff that you see out there is just programmed and people are programmed and they just are repurposing that program. So it's about really changing the channel. It's like what channel of reality do you want to be on? And that's, that's the work that I'm dedicated to, to doing and, um, and supporting people who are ready to go on that journey because I think that's where that's where the long game is like that's where our, our real change comes from and when I went to see the nutritionist that I worked with that was 10 years ago now like that's the work that she's been doing and she's now in her 80s and she's still teaching and still you know activating people to create this new way and it's like it might not necessarily be fully visible yet but there's so so many around the world that are doing this work so I think it's so important to make those connections and you know listening to this podcast <clears throat> comes in at the right time you know and it's just um again realizing like what channel do you want to be on and making your practices around the channel that you want to be on as opposed to listening to the whatever is your local <laughs> news station and having that you know almost like putting you into this trance of like oh this is what's happening this is what will be happening as opposed to going I actually don't buy into that. That's not my real. That's not my. That's not my reality. Thanks very much. I'll be. I'll be on this other channel, and uh, I'll meet the other people on that channel as well. I think we create the reality that we want, and I encourage people: turn off the CNN, turn off the RTE, yeah. the BBC. Don't listen to even if you're listening to music, and the, the, every hour on the hour the news comes on, turn it off, and it won't mm -hmm. affect you. It, you can't be influenced by it then. And the topic of conversation with your friends, you're not talking about what's on the news. You're talking about something that's relevant and that's, you know, it can be life-changing and you get, you yeah. surround yourself with the right people for actually doing that. Oh yeah. And I've opened so many, like I've opened the space for so many amazing uh, friendships, like over the past 10 years that people that are like in Kerry, I'm in Kerry. So, you know, people that I would have never realized even existed, like, oh my gosh, can I be this, I don't know, like out there with this person? Yes, you can. You know, there's so many people that are like completely tuned in and open and have, have switched off the news and aren't, uh, aren't buying into that fear story, um, which I think is really flaring up right now with what's happening. You know, like this year is just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's necessary because for the old to be sorted and it has to destructure so it has to flare up into chaos before something new will re will be reborn and be restructured um it's but not from the, the cam. it is yeah it is this massive storm um but i think it's it's yeah just maintaining your own your own um your own center and it's like not letting the outside chaos pull you out it's like being the eye of the storm isn't it it's like being in the center of it and knowing that you're you're the you're the center of your influence, not the outside is influencing you and pulling you out into all these, you know, cause it's like, you can just start, you can just see through it and you just go, you know, I have a friend of mine and uh, he had like, you know, the whole thing with the masks. So he had, I'm not sure exactly the name of it now, but the actual legislation, there's like a section in the legislation that you're actually exempt from it for like certain reasons. So he just holds that with him and he just points to it and you don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> and they just go, thanks. 
I do the exact same thing here. This, it's a, it, what it is here is um, yeah. it's about you've like asked now you've health reasons, but it's through your doctor's recommendation and you don't have to disclose what the doctor has said because of confidentiality. Oh, yeah. That's the loophole. So I just show them that you don't have to wear it right. Or really? something. So the supermarkets here, I'm the only one not wearing the mask. And I like, yeah. I, yeah, because I, I went to my local. It's not like it hasn't come in fully here anyway and i know it's come in for public transport in ireland but not like in stores yet um but i was shopping there in a, in a supermarket and um yeah i was literally i think me and maybe two other people were the only people wearing not not wearing masks and i was kind of like walking in kind of going is anyone going to say anything to me now <laughs> you know and i was just like just keep going keep walking your mom was like oh you know wash your hands or whatever or disinfect your hands um but yeah i was like i'm gonna get that piece of paper now because i was like I'm yeah, even refusing to, to wash my hands. I said, I don't know what chemicals are in them. I said, I've got my own ways of cleaning my hands. And they yeah. just, they step back, they're shocked. And then just let me go. And I, I must say that now. Yeah, because the stuff is all like... Like there is a lot of toxic ah, stuff in... Yeah. in the, and people are... Like I noticed it at the start because you kind of... You had no choice. And my hands were actually, you know, getting all red and everything. And I was like, okay, yeah. stop this. And yeah no i don't don't touch any of the liquids that you're supposed to put on yeah. your hands when you're going you know, there. What, what i think i'll do is actually bring my own like um natural one and just kind of go look i'll clean my own hands here i have my own cleaner yeah and just perfect. almost in front of people as well because i think by you standing up as well people are people are watching you like oh no definitely no do you yeah. know they're kind of saying what's this person doing it's not like oh you're you're anyway it's like they have this this belief that like that's going to protect them from a virus when a virus actually is formed within your own body. Exactly. No, I've been, I've been looking at a lot of it, but I, I think people don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear no. even the masks are actually doing more damage because mm. you're bringing, breathing in the carbon monoxide like that. You're, you're not helping yourself. Or the carbon yeah. dioxide, so. You're actually low. You're lowering your immunity because you're reducing the oxygen and Especially like a friend of mine, she's over in the States and she was saying like people are working maybe eight or nine hour shifts and they're wearing like, they're not properly breathing for like nine hours. She was saying, yeah, it's fine if somebody's walking out of a supermarket for like 20 minutes. That's not really going to impact them, but it's the person who's working there, standing there. Like that's really detrimental to your health. But anyway, that's everyone's choice. But, um, but yeah, I think if you're, if you're tuned in and you're kind of, yeah, if it, because it's like, do you believe that disease comes from the outside? You know, it's like, have you heard of like the germ theory, which is what, you know, modern medicine is based upon like that. Everything comes from the outside as opposed to the understanding that the terrain of the body, the, the conditions of your body are what create illness. So it's like, if you have, you know, a lot of toxicity or a lot of like acidity in your body, that's when viruses will start to take over. Um, I don't know if you've come across the, of the work by Zach Bush, but it's absolutely amazing. Um, he's a doctor and he's based in Hawaii. And he was saying that the coronavirus is actually unmasking the amount of environmental toxicity that we have. That it's actually a result of, you know, like the virus is actually coming to actually clean out our bodies because there's so much toxicity built up because we have, you know, environments that are completely misaligned with nature and our own biology so it's a real like wake-up call to say this is happening because we have we have moved away too far from nature like we have gone so far away thinking that we can dominate nature and we can use all these chemicals and we can use pesticides and we can do all this and we can put whatever hazardous waste chemicals into the drinking water to help everyone's teeth because they're all you know demineralized and their teeth aren't forming properly um but it's just like all these things are just symptoms of like how disconnected we are from what's, what's actually real. And that's the invitation is to start going back on that journey yourself because you can't change the outside world. You can only change your own self and then let your life be an example. And as you, as you share that and you actually express that out into the world, that's actually what creates like evolution. You know, it's like having this podcast today, somebody might be listening to it going, Oh my gosh, yes, that's it. And then it starts that process. So it's like we all have we all have a role to play. And it's like you may be like two steps ahead of somebody else, but that person two steps behind you needs to hear it from you in the way that you're saying it. So it's like don't feel powerless because you feel like, 
oh, I'm only one person. Because if we all say that, well, nothing will ever change. But if we all say, well, I actually am very powerful, don't have to do it all, but I can do my part and I can embody what most inspires me, then, you know, it has a massive impact and it has a ripple effect. Definitely. And like a lot of people say, oh, you can't make change in the world. Just just leave your own life, be happy. And the reality mm. is, you know, that it's if you do nothing and if you say nothing, it'll just get worse and you won't inspire anything. So by having one speech, I'm sure you have inspired a load of people because you got great press and mm-hmm. the amount of people that have started following you and just became conscious of that. Like you don't know how many people have saved their lives because of realizing how dangerous it was and making a change in just having better drinking water. Mm. Yeah, I've got so many messages from people saying, oh, th- thanks to you and your campaign. You know, my family, we, we have, we filter our water. We don't use fluoride toothpaste. You know, my kids, they've never had tap water. And they obviously they're all educated then. And it's like, you can't undo that. Once that's done, it starts to grow and spread. It's an organic movement. It's an organic spreading of awareness. And um, that, that was the thing that kind of, spurred me on to do the stuff that would frighten me you know because I was like if I can do this if I can sow all these seeds then it's going to keep living on even beyond me you know it's like it might not happen straight away in my lifetime but it's going to inspire the new generations coming up and I think the younger people that are coming up as well are not as easily programmed you know they're much more conscious and much more awake and you know more and more people are coming onto this earth plane to to do that role so it's just kind of having having the faith in that and yeah keeping your own like just keeping your space very clear of energy drains and energy leaks because i think if you're if you're leaking all your energy and power out into the the distortion of what's happening outside you can feel like very exhausted i don't know if that's ever happened to you where you just Mm. feel like so drained by the whole thing and it's just like well like i seen that you actually took a case to the court i've had over 100 court cases nothing that like taking the the government to court but you actually took a case against uh, the government yes yeah and i assume that took a lot of energy out of you just that whole process oh my gosh it was it was i nothing had ever prepared me for that it was insane yeah but it's um Again, I think because if you fight against the system, it's like the only way to describe it, I felt like at the time was like we were going up against this big, massive dragon. <laughs> we were like, hello, <laughs> with our, our, here's the inf- information. With a water time. pistol. Yeah, like a water pistol saying, please stop, please stop, please stop poisoning us. And it's, um, but the, the case that actually did go successfully has been, um, it was by the Michael Connett of Florida Action Network, who are good friends with over in the States. And they have been around for a long time, just documenting all the harm of fluoride and just, you know, having a whole like database of all the information, all the different uh, research that's come out over the years. So they did a case recently with the EPA and just getting it on record that, you know, what, you know, because there was like recommendations, I don't know, in the early 2000s, that they need to lower the levels and nothing was ever done, never, never done about it. So again, it's just like, they're all steps, you know, they're all steps in a, in a very large piece, but it's like, again, it's not just one thing. And I I had that mentality before, I suppose, when I was younger, if I just do this one thing, it will, you know, I'll get it out and that'll be it. But then I realized this is, this is like a long game. And, um, you know, and it's not like, that I stopped the campaign. It's just, I evolved it into the work that I'm doing now. And it's like what I'll continue to do over my lifetime and educating people about their health and actually what creates health and just connecting people back in because then they automatically go, what kind of water am I drinking? It just, it just happens organically without me having to force it into people's faces, you know, Mm. which like I could do that like for a few years, but then it's like, Oh my God, it takes a huge amount of energy to push through the matrix and just be like hello hello everyone <laughs> you know uh that was definitely for like my younger years but now i'm like yeah need to uh, make that sustainable and to weave it into the work that i want to do over the next hopefully 50 years if i'm if i have the pleasure of being alive that long um yeah that i i'm able to 
inspire more and more people to make that connection. And the more consciousness we have, we can't be lied to. Like when you're awakened, you just feel when something is true. Like, you know, when somebody's lying to you, you're like, oh, that person is totally lying. You know, so it's like, it's not about disclosing all the illusions. It's actually about, yeah, just inspiring people to open up their own consciousness, but to do so in a way that's gentle and non-judgmental. Because I think if we're like, we're here, we're awakened and you're there, not awake, you know, that's that really divisive energy that kind of keeps keeps us um, separate. But it's really about just being able to realize that we're all exactly where we're meant to be on our journey and um, do the thing that most inspires you because that's what creates this upward spiral. You know, it's like going up, it's like ascending in yourself. It's like going up the upward spiral. Whereas if you're doing stuff and you're focusing on stuff that you hate and you don't like and it's disturbing, you go down the spiral. Then you end up like self, no, I wouldn't say, yeah, just like self-abandoning yourself and um, also, yeah, just um, self-destructive behaviors and all those kind of things start coming with that as well. So it's about like really being able to to take care of your own self um, through your experiences because you can't help anyone if you're if you're burnt out and you have an empty cup. Definitely, definitely. And I, I think by kind of the awakening process as well, because I know like I know the courts are corrupt, even in Ireland, I've had court cases mm. in Ireland. So I know that even if you do get it to a court case, not just you, your situation, but other ones that you, mm. you're fighting, basically the government is in control of the courts. So for those that don't know, most of the court systems around the world, the top judges changes when the government party changes. So that in itself confirms that it's corrupt. Why would you actually have to do that? And <laughs> so like yeah. what I think is by awakening the people, like the likes of the leader's wife might get realized as, oh, we've got fluoride. Well, I don't like I know that in the, the government buildings in Ireland, they've got the filter and all that. So mm-hmm. they're not drinking the toxic water. But do they have that at home? And maybe when they're going to their friend's house, when they're going to a barbecue or something like that, and it's the wife of the leader is kind of becomes more conscious and she can just have the conversation with her husband and then he can actually implement it and make the change. Cause I think you have a better chance of doing that than attacking because I, like I have mm. tried a lot and I mean, I know you, you've put a lot of energy into it. It's not working. The, the better way is not attacking. It's creating alternatives. I mean, you're, yeah. you're advising people about the different filters and it, mm-hmm. you know, it makes a difference. And even what you said at the start, the different types of toothpaste that they can use, you know, it's all, it all adds up and why, why it actually, you know, can yeah. be, be better for you. Yeah. Cause I think that's, that's the key message there is what you just said. It's like, it's not about like attacking people and making them feel wrong because it's like, everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. You know, whether it's like, whatever it's like, they think that they're doing the right thing. We all have our but own belief um, system. Everyone has their own belief system and their own reality and their own sense of what is reality. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's about kind of showing people because I think ultimately the majority of people, unless they're completely like sociopaths, which there are many sociopaths, but majority of people aren't, but it's like most people want to feel better. They want to feel healthier. So it's like, if you're providing them solutions and showing them like better alternative ways, they might not take it up initially, but if you kind of show it to them enough times that like people have to be exposed to things so many times before it sometimes actually seeps in because we're, our reality is created by our beliefs. And our beliefs are, you know, creating a huge amount of like noise, you know, like we have a lot of noise in our head. So it's like, there's not always space in people to actually hear new information, you know, unless they, for example, they might come to me and they might have a health challenge or something like that, then they're kind of open. But in in general, people are, you know, caught up in their, in their busy lives and taking care of their families or taking care of their work or businesses. So, um, yeah, it's doing it in a way that makes them feel better. So if you can, if you can focus on a better feeling and a better energy behind that, people are attracted to that because everyone wants to feel better. Exactly. What I encourage people is to start meditating because you will get rid of that noise. You'll get rid Mm. of that distraction and then you'll start looking within. And it's not a case if you have to do this for an hour or, you know, two hours a day, you can just do it for five, 10 minutes and it makes a difference. Massive. Yeah. And it is about like that practice of meditation and the beginning of that is really about um mastering your own self mastering who you are and discovering your own capabilities 
and you know it's like we've all come here with many gifts and it's about opening the space and create, creating the conditions in your life for those gifts to flourish you know and and i think the solutions and innovations that we've all come with but they get buried they get buried and they get hidden from us you know life happens and then we kind of forget who we are so it's that kind of journey for me anyway has been like returning to who i am and what's my essence and what what are the like what are my gifts and what's the best thing that i can offer to the world and also to myself because not the world isn't a separate thing to me it's like it's interconnected isn't it it's like it's you and the world it's like you are the world like life is happening through you as opposed to it's out there somewhere it's actually happening through you and um yeah the more you can open your own channel like through practices like meditation for me like focusing on improving your nutrition so your body is you know more optimally energized and you're opening up your cells and your organs that's when you can start to tune into the messages that are there's like a divine intelligence surrounding everything but it's like sometimes we're shut off from that so the work is really to open yourself up to that and to receive those messages and receive that inspiration of like what's the next thing you need to do and it's all there but it's just getting quiet enough to hear it no exactly and like when when you were creating uh all the the girl against florida and all that were you attacked was it like mm. uh, was there, yeah lots of negative oh yeah uh, attacked oh my gosh we definitely had like death threats at one point I remember you know and threatening things like oh that they were going to get us or whoever they were uh, you know trolls basically they were going to get us at like whatever event and um we had like eat like hate blogs written against us and you know attacking our per- our our character and yeah you name it it was out there so most people will be like, no, we were initially like, oh my God, we're going to sue them. <laughs> then we're like, what's the point? Because that's not going to go anywhere and uh, we'll end up being bankrupt. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's just all part of the process of like, like not caring what people think of you, not caring. Even if people are saying you're in what you're this or you're this, it's like, you know who you are, you know where you're coming from, you know what you're intention is behind what you're doing so i think as long as you stay true to yourself and stay grounded and surround yourself with the right people and have the right the right circle of people who will yeah support you and give you that that feedback that you need then it's just having the courage to go through that and like most people are so conditioned to be good good citizens do what you're told and it really comes back to like your relationship with your own inner child because if you can actually take care of your own inner child you don't need the outside people or the government to say you're you're doing good you can actually you can give that to your own self and that's a huge part of the process as well is becoming your own parent and parenting your own inner child so that you don't need the government to validate you and that's a huge gateway that people have to go through because it's like so it's so conditioned from like going to school you're being conditioned like continuously to submit and to do what you're told and to sit down and to listen to when the bell dings for you to get up and when you're allowed to do this when you're allowed to do this so to actually break out that patterning takes a huge amount of courage and uh, that's what i hope to inspire through all the work that i do is like just having the courage to do it and to be yourself and to uh, step out and yeah because it's the, liberating. I think the universe is liberating. Yes, liberating yeah like when you do it you know you know that oh, there's yeah. a lot of people there outside but as soon as you do it you inspire others and yeah you know, like regarding like say the trolls and if you can just let i know at the start because mm. it can affect you but once you kind of understand it you can just let yeah. it past you and just yeah. don't engage and then you're bulletproof you can just yeah you know, you can walk along and you can just surround yourself with yeah. the right people and it doesn't touch you. Don't, don't engage. And yeah, it's just like, it's becoming as well, like I said about the inner child. It's also, I have, a, a, actually I'll show you my hat because <laughs> it's quite funny. I have a character that I have, it's like a persona. It's called the Navy Seal. This is a Navy Seal hat that I got for my birthday. And uh, I'll just wear it just as I say this because it illustrates the point. 
but it's basically like that we all have like an inner navy seal a warrior an inner, inner warrior as part of the psyche and so it's like tapping into that warrior that's fearless that is like i actually don't care because i am here to be brave i'm here to stand up and i'm not i'm not going to buy i'm not going to bow down to an insane system i'm not going to do something that i do not fundamentally agree with it's not part of my my world it's not part of what i actually believe in in any way shape or form so i have that as like the kind of thing that i do with people like warrior of love and i don't care mm -hmm. what anyone says to me because it was somebody had told me about that when they were seeing what i was doing and i go with that like yeah. warrior of love spread the love and yeah you know, you'll, you'll make a lot of change through that yeah and initially my my inner warrior was like directing all of the energy to fight the system and take down the government and want to tear their heads out and you know all that not that i ever started to tear anyone's head down but it was in my in my fantasy of doing it you know we we're like what can we do and then we we're like okay we're going too far now <laughs> rein it in um but yeah it is actually just having that like that fierceness to be um as you say it's actually the the frequency of love is actually connecting us back to what we all come from and it's like, as, if we can actually go about our work through that, through that way, that's where we have the most power and it's the most transformative. And also it's not draining. You know, when you do something from love, it's actually like you're giving to the world, but it's also giving back to you. Like when you're doing it in a loving way, it's replenishing. Whereas when you're doing it through hate and through anger, it's like, it just eventually wears you out if you're doing it through that way. It, it actually sucks your energy because you think yeah. it's the right way. You think you'll beat them through the courts and you think, oh, I will make change. And yeah. eventually all it does is it, it keeps the anger in you and it just sucks your energy. But when you get past that and you realize a different approach, you realize how powerful you can be by just, you know, not being aggressive in it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where, you know, people who are resonate with the words like, you know, light workers or, you know, change makers or what, whichever. It's like the best thing you can do is learn how to master your own power, but like not in an aggressive way, but like in a, just holding it, like and holding it in a very um, kind and compassionate way. It's like you're, you can be soft, but you can also be fierce, but it doesn't, doesn't have to be aggressively fighting against people because you only end up harming your own self because everything is everything is the self anyway when you get like fully into the world of metaphysics it's like everything is the self so what you do to others you do to yourself so you know and i think the more conscious you become of that that's where the things like fluoride and you know all the different things that are happening right now with the coronavirus it's like you just can't buy into that because you're 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 connected it's like you can't connect yourself when, when you are connected no exactly and like like some people think that you know the government with all the different things they're doing and world health organization that they're out to protect you but the reality is if they were really out to protect you they wouldn't have gmo they wouldn't have all these toxic mm -hmm. aspartam and everything so when you yeah. realize that you realize you look after yourself if you actually can look after your own health then you're able mm -hmm. to look after the loved ones around you and it just kind of ripples out yeah and that's a huge, I want to just touch upon that point of what you just said there about the WHO, because people think that it's for their health, in reverse commas, but actually they're like one of the most corrupt organizations on, on the earth. And some, a friend of mine posted there, my friend Kira, I saw her post on Facebook, um, that if any of these organizations were actually interested in your health, they would be saying, boost your immune system, get vitamin D zinc vitamin c spend lots of time in sunlight you know make sure you're de-stressing exercise all these would be like public health announcements everybody we have this virus issue we need to support our immune systems because you know we need to support our own health and all this but no what they're saying is stay inside put on a mask wait for the vaccine <laughs> exactly so insane yeah, you just follow it like if you actually start you know, peeling off the layers and you looked at yeah. who bill is bill gates is actually funding not only the world health organization but all the manufacturers and the mm -hmm. whole lot is corrupt and you have to just accept it and don't go into mm. 
And like there's even doctors now, because I even put up the post, they had a post showing how they were curing everyone. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And it's being blocked. And I got- Yeah, the, it's, fake, it's fake news. Yeah. yeah. And who they're actually telling is tell, the, their, their reason for fake news is the World Health Organization, who's corrupt, and the FDA. And for those mm-hmm. that don't know, the FDA is 50% funded by the pharmaceutical industry, probably more. So who are mm-hmm. they actually going to be backing? You know, the people that are paying yeah. them? Because if they don't do that, they no longer have jobs. So just to yeah. be aware who you're actually listening for information because look at facts and don't believe anything. Question everything and then just look at does this make sense? And when you start yeah. doing that, you'll realize who's actually telling the truth and who's mm-hmm. not. And you can make change yourself. Like, like you just said, the things to be doing, getting the sunlight, the vitamin D, the zinc, make your immune system stronger anyway, no matter what, not because of this. but it's No, just the, in general. Yeah, in take general. care of your own self. Like I've been doing in um, my health school now, the past few months, we've been doing um, every, every month we do a juice cleanse. So just like, you know, organic juices, celery juice, cucumber juice, watermelon juice, all different types of blends of juices uh, for like alkalizing and cleansing. Because that's the huge thing about viruses is that they, they thrive in an acidic environment. So you want to alkalize your system and get plenty of fruits and veggies into your into your diet um but yeah that i've made a huge transformation in my own health from doing that like i my energy and just yeah people who did i speak I, a lady actually recently was like because i said i'm in my early 30s now and she's like i would have put you in your 20s and i was like thanks a million it's all the juicing do you know yeah. but it's like most people think they have to inject their skin with botox or you know fillers or whatever to like achieve those results but it's actually from your health it comes from within and um but we've been so pulled out of ourselves that we're thinking everything comes from the outside so it is about like taking taking space for your own self and connecting back you know like just for me one of my most favorite practices is spending time in nature swimming in the sea even though it's really cold (laughs) at the sea totally wakes you up and so invigorating and I have two dogs so we have to go out every day maybe twice a day for a walk because they go mad if you don't bring them out and um, yeah just unplugging as well from all the noise and you know tuning in being aware but not letting that like be the center stage it's like actually connecting back to like what um, what am I creating in my own life and and for me like what I'm doing is I started creating a health school and I started that two years ago and this year now uh, really gone much more into like, yeah, just this is what I'm doing. You know, it took me a few few years to kind of get the hang of everything and just be like comfortable with putting myself out there because I found actually going out as the girl against fluoride kind of easy because it wasn't me as in it wasn't Ashling. It was like I was playing this character and I was dressed up in these pink costumes. And so in a way it was almost like, that was my because I actually had um, an astrology reading towards the end of that that time around 2014 and the astrologer said that in my chart it was like those different points where I was being activated to, to like wake up and to fight against the government and all these different things but then there was a point where it was like okay you can't keep fighting against the government you have to now bring people with you you can't do this on your own you have to now like figure out a way to like bring people with you so that was the whole idea of what I'm creating with my health school is actually creating a space and a community of people that are awakening and taking care of their health and tuning back into what's real and coming away from the programming and yeah, imagining a whole new way and, and, and living that. And but that's, that's far more power in that than there is in me trying to fight the system, Do you know, because it's like the system is just, perpetuating itself you know something new has to be created it's like an old building i don't like this old building it's full of crap it's full of rubble it's full of this it's full of this it's like just go over there and build the new one you know and then eventually people will be like oh this is way better oh my gosh this way this makes way more sense you know to to treat health naturally and to not have to use like a big long list of pharmaceuticals to maintain yourself or you know like to actually reclaim yourself and to um own your own health and own your own life and own your own power because that's what i think with health and fluoride it's about us not being in our own power and that if that's a symptom of that you know that we have been giving our power to a, a, an outside authority um 
And I don't know, have you come across the work of Kelly Brogan and her husband, Sayer G? They're based in the States, but they are, um, they have a really good website called questioningthecovid.com. And it's all like health researchers, you know, around the world questioning what's happening. But Kelly Brogan was saying that the relationship with the government is like that the government is the dad, the daddy. And people are in like a childlike state, even though they're adults. And so she talks about, again, like it's this whole journey of actually becoming your own adult self and not needing a dysfunctional parent because that's what the relationship is, is with a dysfunctional parent. And we think that our safety and security comes from that, but actually we're being mistreated within that dynamic. So that's the kind of the change that I'm going on anyway. And, um, you know, those who are inspired to, to be guided and to walk this path with me. And I think the more, pe- more of us do that, the more of us reclaim ourselves, then the, the old system doesn't have a chance because we're just kind of going, we're not actually buying into that. No, it's just not happening. And like the thing with that is when you actually have people come to your class, not only are they making a change, their whole family and, you know, it spreads out, but sometimes you'll have an employer because I've even seen it with some companies and they, you know, they start doing it inside the company. And when you get an employer that's actually doing it, then mm-hmm. it, it can reach, you know, hundreds or thousands oh, yeah. because of they're becoming conscious of what, you know, how important food nutrition is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's about shift, shifting cultures, shifting ways of operating. And, and yeah, as you say, that, that can impact thousands and thousands of people. And, um, but it's, it's about how it's, again, it's like, there's always an, a new level of getting to like, are you going to be brave to say this? You know, because even though I was talking about the floor, like the stuff that I'm doing now with nutrition isn't mainstream nutrition, like juicing and, you know, fasting and detoxing and all these kind of things. You're not going to see that on RT, like on a, on a today show, cooking show or whatever. <laughs> They're not going to have me on going, now guys, y'all need to, you know, clear out your systems. And, you know, it's like very rare that, any of that will ever be televised in that way but it's um it's about having the courage to to create your own channels it's like what you're doing with your podcast it's like create your own channels create your own social media create your own platforms and build your own your own legacy because you know that's where you can actually have the greater reach and connection with people and it's not about quantity or sorry it's not about qual no it's about quality i meant to say it's not about quantity that's it it's not about like that you have to talk to everyone. Mm. It's like you talk to the people who are meant, to, like who are resonating with you and who are meant to hear from you. And that doesn't have to be, it's not about a numbers game. It's not like I've got to talk to 10,000 million people or whatever. It's like, you know, no, just no, talk no. to the people that, because it's like you're better. That's what I feel in my work. It's like, I, I, ra- I rather have quality relationships and connections with people that actually create profound change and transformation in their life rather than just people hearing what you say in a second and not really engaging with us. Yeah. You like, know? Yeah. They call it like kind of true fans where they're to- totally, uh, you know, embrace what you're saying and they, you know, they get on board. Yeah. Yeah. So tell, tell us a bit more about your book and what exactly is uh, are you covering in the book? Yeah. So it's called moving from fear to trust and it's the journey of myself, my mom. So it's from kind of the very beginning. Uh, and my upbringing with her and then the journey of awakening from having, you know, having gone to the doctors and being told I had depression, being prescribed antidepressant medication at 19 and knowing deep down, I was like, don't think this is right. But at the same time, I wasn't like tuned into anything. So I was like, I'll just do this. And then I went to nutritionist. So I'm telling the whole story of basically our journey together and then the girl against Flora campaign and how that all happened. And then the lessons, just the biggest lessons of moving from fear to trust on this path. And then my mom's passing and the journey of connecting with her in the afterlife and yeah, just really moving through all the fears of the old system within my own self and how I'm creating this roadmap for moving out with those fears uh, on all levels, like physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and just leading people to where I am now in my journey. And yeah, so it's a whole invitation and roadmap for moving from fear to trust out of the old reality into birthing the new reality. Beautiful, beautiful. So how can people get in contact with you? 
Yeah, you can reach me on my website is ashlingfitzgibbon.com. And I'm very active on social media, uh, Instagram. You can uh, look me up there. I'm at Ashling Fitzgibbon. Uh, if you want to send me a direct message or yeah, just say hi. Um, I'm always active there. And on Facebook as well, it's at Ashling Fitzgibbon. And I also have a free uh, guide of the 10 top ways to boost your immune system. So lots of lovely plant-based recipes and different lifestyle practices that will help you to boost your immune system so i'll give the link for that and you can give that to your listeners because uh, it's a, a good one to apply in the present time perfect yeah greatly so listen it's been wonderful really appreciate all you've shared and uh, thank you very much thanks a million so that's all for the awakening podcast be sure to uh, listen to all the episodes you'll find it on awakeningpodcast.org share with your friends give us a five-star rating and we'll see you next week. Thank you. There's a time.